Hello and a big warm welcome to you and welcome to the Aware Parenting Podcast. My name's Marion Rose, PhD, and this is another one in the little mini-series on my new best-selling book, da, 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 da. I'm Here and I'm Listening, which is for parents and carers of children age one to eight. And if you've listened to the couple of other episodes before this one, what I love about this is because I'm at the end of the episode share a snippet from the book which is from a child's perspective and I love these so much as I've been sharing already and I thought it would be a really enjoyable opportunity just to share a little bit from the book and to share something that's also you might find helpful and interesting. (laughs) So This one is all about, as you will see from the title, all about melting a child's freeze. And what I love about this, and it's been something that I've really held with aware parenting for many, many years, when particularly when I used to talk more about control patterns, whereas now I will tend to use the term suppression or dissociation a little bit more than control patterns, although that's the official term. But when thinking about control patterns, way, 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 long time ago, 20 years ago, I always had the sense of, hmm, it's kind of like when a child's doing that, it's kind of like they're a little bit frozen. And our role as parents is supporting them through our loving warmth, through our loving warm, literally warm presence to support that freeze to melt like frozen water like ice becomes water and the water is like the tears and the the feelings that that pour out when the ice melts and to really think about it in that way that when a child's in that freeze mode which we tend to call dissociation in aware parenting that they still have the sense of there's some danger there. So that's whether they're in fight, flight or freeze. So whether they're in hyperarousal or dissociation, there's a sense of there's possible danger here still. So I need to be in this state to protect myself from feeling pain. And what our role is as parents or carers to support them to know that they are now physically and emotionally safe they do not need to be in that free state or that dissociation anymore they can move out of that state to connecting back with their feelings which includes connecting with the feelings they felt when that threat happened and that can be a really small tiny thing as you know the the fight flight response is activated really easily in children especially the younger they are of course and especially in this busy disconnected domination culture so they need to feel that physical and emotional safety to know that they don't need to freeze any longer and that is really through us providing this warmth through us providing the sense that they really are safe now that they really can stop protecting themselves from possible more hurt and they can 
feel their feelings and express their feelings and often that might be through either crying so they might move straight into more the tears than the melted ice or it may often be actually coming out via raging because part of the process of moving out of that fight flight freeze is them experiencing being powerful this time where they were not powerful when it happened they weren't powerful enough to stop it from happening so we're really holding in mind as always the balance of attention one of the core things in aware parenting which is the balance between on one side that physical and emotional safety we provide through our loving presence through our warm words touch eyes that we're communicating you are safe now and i am here with you as the book says i'm here and i'm listening whilst at the same time revisiting the past painful experience the past stressful or traumatic experience so that they can feel the feelings that they were freezing against or dissociated against they can actually feel those feelings in their body express them and release them so that they can return then to feeling calm and relaxed in their bodies connected again with their bodies connected with us and able to sleep or cooperate or concentrate because they are no longer in that free state they are present in their bodies and again to repeat i think this is why it's so important in aware parenting to really be able to differentiate between dissociation and tree relaxation and because in this culture we are not taught to differentiate those so often as parents we can easily think our child is relaxed when they're actually dissociated and that's why children who are in hyperarousal are often it's seen more because they're the ones that are running around everyone won't sit still are they screaming and making loud noises or hitting or biting or pulling the dog's tail or throwing things you know it's of course that because that affects us much more we want to stop those things happening children in that hyperarousal state often it's seen more clearly whereas dissociation often I'm going to say flies under the radar. I don't know if I like that term, but often we can miss it because they're quiet. They're quiet. They're often very quiet. They're often doing their own thing. They're not often not needing much or they might be needing to cling on. So that's not always the case, but often there's a sense of we might just think, oh, they're okay. They're just concentrating. They're just reading their book. They're just picking their nose. They're just sucking their dummy. They're just sucking on their thumb. They're fine. So that's why it's so key for us to really understand what the difference is between dissociation and true relaxation and how to discern it in a child so we can really see, aha, actually this child isn't relaxed. They are in freeze, they are dissociated right now so that we can move in with this loving warmth. And there's a whole process, so I talk a lot about it again in the book, about what that might require in us, particularly if they use control patterns that we use. So perhaps they suck their thumb and we might have sucked their thumb. So that can help us connect with all kinds of feelings in relation to what happened to us when we sucked our thumb, 
what what did the adults around us do what did other children do or say so again this is where it's so key to get our own listening support with a listening partner empathy buddy aware parenting instructor and then to really move in with this loving warm compassion which means also often having really clear ways of thinking about this because again if we are picking up what I call the emotional sticks and we are guilting ourselves or judging ourselves or shaming ourselves that our child is dissociating then that's going to mean we're less likely to be present because we've got all of these what I call emotional bruises it's hard to be present when we're doing that to ourselves so the paradox is they're less likely to feel that beautiful presence the warmth which is required to help melt the freeze so having our own listening time thinking beneficial helpful thoughts about ourselves but also about them so that we're also not judging them or shaming them or having all kinds of unenjoyable ways of thinking about them too that's also important because again if we're judging them even if we're doing it in our consciousness and not consciousness and not out loud they're probably going to pick up on that as well so that's why the the thoughts we have are so important and then often just moving in, moving in with compassion and love. And something I'm so passionate about, and I do talk about this a lot also in the chapter on our own control patterns of the beauty of really ex- not only accepting, but loving our control patterns, really appreciating them, being so grateful to them because they were there when we really needed them. If we didn't need them, we would have cried or raged with the people around us or felt our feelings now as adults felt had the inner or outer emotional presence and safety to do that so so much of this journey is really about that the loving warmth for a child when they are suppressing their feelings or dissociated and similarly for us that can be life-changing and with that friendly thoughts warm compassion often the the next most helpful thing is attach and play attach and play works miracles with children who are dissociating so again in the book i talk about lots of different suggestions so there are different ways different million different games that you can play or move in but really with that playfulness with that you know, what's that thumb doing? Or if they're picking their nose repeatedly, what's that? What do those bogeys taste like? You know, really moving in with these playful, often nonsense play, warmth, engagement, so that they really get the sense that they are deeply loved when they're dissociating, that we are there. That's part of what creates the safety for them to know, oh, gosh, I am actually safe now. I can actually move back into feeling what's going on in my body and feeling these painful feelings and expressing them because there is a loving warm present adult with me and of course this process can be big and long and challenging particularly if they've been doing this a lot for a long time maybe they've had a dummy for two years and it may take some time and actually there's a beautiful story in the book by an aware parenting instructor called Danny Willow who shares about her journey of supporting her daughter to 
let go of her dummy over a period of um, not going to remember the exact length of time but something like two years and Danny my apologies if that isn't accurate I don't know why I don't remember the exact time because I edited the whole book many 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 times but anyway a long period of time and you know that can be the journey if they've been doing that a lot just like for us if we've been using a control pan for a long time anyway I go into this a lot in the book as well how important it can be not to just go oh I'm going to stop doing that without a whole lot of emotional support to feel the feelings and feel the sensations in our bodies otherwise we're just going to find some other way of dissociating so that's why warmth is so key warmth in terms of having warm thoughts rather than harsh thoughts warmth in terms of our presence and our capacity to be present in our body with their feelings warmth in terms of the love and the compassion for the wisdom of the child for needing to be dissociated otherwise they wouldn't be warmth for ourselves and compassion for ourselves about the painfulness of seeing that our child's needed to do this all the warmth and the more the warmth is there the more we can work on all these layers and levels the more we can respond with warmth the more likely it is that they're going to unfreeze those frozen feelings into crying into water into raging so the water flows out and the storm leaves and there's a clear sky with presence and relaxation and restful sleep and gentleness and connection. So I'm going to share the story from the book right at the end of the podcast. But in the meanwhile, I wonder if you feel called to read the book if you haven't already read it, order a copy for your library, buy a copy. And if you do and you want to share about it on social media or with your friends, I would so appreciate that. I am so willing for this book to be held in the hearts and minds and hands of many, 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 many more thousands of parents, hundreds of thousands of parents over time and years. And, yeah, for us to all be together co-creating a world where children's feelings are deeply understood and welcomed and adults get to have all the listening they need for their own reparenting and I think it can be really life-changing and world-changing so you can buy the book on Amazon at the moment let me know if you need help finding it send me a dm and I'm sending you lots of love so I'm sending you love as you listen to this story I'm sending love to any feelings that you might have. I invite you to put any sticks down you might be tempted to pick up. And just so much love to you. So much appreciation for all that you're doing. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Mummy, I don't know why, but I have a big rain cloud inside of me. It's getting bigger and bigger and it's blocking the sky. You went away today and the cloud blocked the sun. Everything was dark and grey and I couldn't really think at all. My world got cold and icy. Oh, you're home. But I can't really feel you. The clouds are too thick. The ice is too cold. 
You sit next to me and ask me about my day. But all I can feel is the clouds and the coldness. You get up frustrated and my world gets icy grey. I'm floating around alone. But what's this? You come back and you sit next to me again. You look really calm and warm. You smile at me and invite me to sit on your lap. I can feel something. Your hand is warm on my back and something's happening. The ice is starting to melt. You tell me that you miss me and that you love me and that you're so glad we're together again. I can feel your slow heartbeat next to mine. The ice thaws and cracks and water begins to flow. I can feel more. You stroke my hair and the rain starts coming out of the clouds. I feel all these big feelings in my eyes and my heart. Tears start to flow as the ice melts and the rain comes down. I missed you, mummy. I missed you so much. The ice flows into water and the rainstorm builds. I sob and wail. I missed you so much, mummy. I cry in your warm arms and you hold me. A warm ship of safety in a sea of tears. I cry and cry as we sail together in the stormy seas. Tears stream down my cheeks. The clouds were so full, the ice was so thick, the water is so clear. My sadness goes to the end of the world and returns. The ice is all gone now and the clouds are moving away. I can start to see the blue sky and even the sunshine. I can feel my chest against yours and your arms around me. I sniff and sigh as the last drops of rain fall. I sit up and I can see the sun. I gaze into your eyes into the clear light. I'm a fresh new day after the storm. I can see for miles. The rain has washed the world clean. I love you, mummy. I'm so glad that you're home. <laughs>